Hey, hey, what's up? Just me, Chris Crunk, doing my podcast right here live in the office of where I work, where I'm supposed to be working, where I'm not working, and I'm here flanked by Adrian Ackle. That's me. That's Adrian Ackle. And he is a professional wrestler, professional best friend, and also playing on his phone. And so we're going to, I'm going to quickly, uh, well, I guess probably not quickly because it's a podcast, but I'm going to go over some things that I did this past weekend. Because uh, I did a lot. I did a lot of things, Adrian Ackle. I didn't do much, so. What did you do? Not much. Just worked, slept, watched the Lakers lose, watched the Celtics lose. It's good stuff. You think that both teams are going to get swept? I really hope so. Two four zero victories, and you think we have a what, what? So the finals are the Heat and the Nuggets, and the Nuggets, and it's Jimmy Butler versus the Joker. Right? The Joker. And who wins that? I hope Jimmy buckets, but most likely the Joker. Right, he's got a better team. Damn it! We really want Jimmy Butler to get a ring, even though I don't like the Miami Heat. Yeah, but that's Michael Jordan's son. Yes. So, um, if you like NBA, which you probably don't, uh, that's our random NBA quick review. Right now, both series are 3-0. And we're going to go to a finals that we think will be the Nuggets and the Heat. And no way LeBron can pull four straight wins. I I really hope not. Me too. I really hope not. So... Uh, this weekend I had a music show on Friday where I rapped hip hop music and it was interesting. I haven't really told you about this yet either. Nope. So it'll be new for everyone. So anyway, so we're doing hip hop rap show and I'm excited. I'm kind of, uh, pumped up about it. Uh, but I'm really bad at practicing. Yeah. Like, so bad at it. So I made sure to stay up the night before and, like, really just kind of hammer it in to practice. Uh, and still, I was still feeling kind of weird. I also spent all this time making these cool videos for it. I think I showed you that. Yeah, where I had, like, these cool, like, anime-style music videos for, like, every song. Where every song would tell, like, a story of, like, an anime that I really enjoy. Of a character that I really enjoy. And I thought that was neat. But, uh, I make all these videos... I practice. I'm like, okay, you know what? I got this. So, uh, but we have to work on that Friday. Me and you do, remember? Yeah. We went to court. I was there. We went to court and then we did a little stakeout. It was terrible. Uh, but finally I get to leave and I'm going to go do this music show. So I go pick up my boy, Joey Gambino, and then we drive down there because he's also playing. He does acoustic music where he sings. Um, and we're going to go to this, it's called the Tabernacle in Chatsworth, Georgia. So we go to the Tabernacle in Chatsworth, Georgia. They have the stage set up. It's, um, it's cool. It's just like, it's tight. Cause there's also a full band kit on it because there's a full band playing last uh, called Remembering January. Mm-hmm. They play last. So it's a full band kit. So there's a drum kit. There's the guitar, the bass, the front man stuff. There's three live mics. There is a keyboard up there. Uh, it's packed. And, like, the stage is 16 by 16. And so... That's a pretty big stage. No. That's Not an insane amount of room for me, which is... I'm my favorite, right? So I'm like, you know, whatever. I can make it work. I'm also doing hip hop, you know. So I'm going to need to be able to move around a little bit. I'm not the most hype rapper in the world, but I do need to be able to maneuver. I need to be able to shake and move, you know. 
hit my juke and jives. I don't know what I'm saying right now. But I need to be able to do that stuff. So we get there, the stage is set up. Uh, they paid in like this apparently professional sound guy. That sounds awful. No, not apparently. They paid a professional sound guy to come there. Um, and we get there. I'm told to get there like early so I can do my sound check. I get there early. No sound guy. Everything's set up. I'm like, hey, where's the sound guy? They're like, oh, he like went to go do something real fast. I'm like, you know what? That's all right. You know, who cares? So me and Joey are like kind of prepping a little bit. I find out that I'm not going to be able to sh- do the videos. Like, I can't stream the videos. Well, here's the problem. That sucks. I edited, like, because remember, the songs end and fade into actual verbatim from the anime or show or whatever I was trying to represent, talking, like speaking. And so, therefore, if I did that with no visual, you know how awkward and weird that would be? That'd be really weird. Yeah, because, like, if you hear... Like, imagine you've never seen anime before. You're not even, like, maybe a hip-hop fan. Not only did this guy just say words really fast at you, but then the beat stopped, and now this guy's talking to me about love and pain and anguish and stuff like that, and it's, like, fucking all... It's All Might or Rengoku, and you don't even know what that is. You know what I mean? You need the visual there to see why this guy's, like, hurting or dying or... I don't know. So I was kind of, like, beat up about it. So then I have to quick edit... The songs, yeah, you gotta get rid of all that stuff. I gotta take all that stuff out. So I'm like quick editing and just kind of going to task and like typing like a motherfucker and like just fixing things. Uh, thank God I know how to do that stuff or I'd have been screwed. Uh, so I get all that stuff done. I'm like, okay, got all that stuff done. Finally, oh, we met the bands. Like we met Remember in January. There was this uh, female artist named Amber Page that played acoustic music. She had two front first names. Amber Page, yes. Uh, we meet her, um, and everything's going good. Sound check guy comes, sound guy, he comes to do the sound check. He comes, uh, the sound check is like literally like five seconds. I just get to play a beat and talk over it for like five seconds. What did you say? Yo, hey, yo, hey, testing, testing, yo, hey, 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 That's yo. That's wrong. Okay. Because I don't care. Um, but, uh, he had like this. It was just weird. Like, the setup was weird. And I was going to have to DJ my own set, which I don't hate, but I also didn't have... I didn't bring a table for it, and so I had to, like, put it on a chair so it's real low, like, awkward low, Mm. which I don't like. Whatever, bro. I'll fucking play with the best of them. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit. Uh, But I realized, I'm like, ah, I think Sound Guy, who I don't... I don't remember his name, so I'm just going to call him Sound Guy. I think think Sound Guy hasn't done much hip-hop. Yeah. I think he's done probably like a lot of live band stuff because he had their stuff set up really well. But I don't think he's done much hip hop. He's gonna play DJ Hero. That's what it is. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'll wing it. So I'm winging it. Uh, Joey throws a fit about going first, like he always does. Uh, so I have to go first, uh, which is just so such a bad idea. I mean, it sets the tone for the whole show, dude. Well, no, because it's Chatsworth, Georgia. It's bad for the hip-hop to go first. It should have been, like, a warm-up act of, like, hey, here's music you'd understand. Also, after this will be hip-hop, so it'll be a little change of pace, you know? Like, give them a little taste of something they know before you just fucking throw something they don't understand at them. So, whatever. I'll go first. I'll figure it out. So I go out there. I'm doing my little spiel. I hit them with the big, like, hey, has anybody here ever been to a hip-hop show before? 
dead silence, dude. I'm not even joking. And I was like, oh. So that was it. Like, I was like. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like, I'm talking about, like, I was like, I was like, has anybody in here ever seen hip hop? Just dead silence. And I was just like, well, you know, like, fuck it. Okay, I'll fucking. They're about to get a new experience, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't really fail at that point because yeah, I don't like, even know what it's supposed to sound nothing like. nothing to compare it to. So I was like, well, okay. So, uh, that's why I didn't want to go first. So anyways, I, because uh, the, the other two acts is the acoustic act and then the final band is like the southern rock band. Oh, the chance for bread and butter right there. Yeah, doing like literally like Leonard Skinner covers and stuff like that. I love Leonard Skinner, so. Um, so I was like, cool. So I start my set. Everybody looks amazed like it was so funny because like their their faces because a lot of those people like knew me from wrestling they didn't know i do like actually did hip-hop so it was all crunk comes from dude i tell it i'm dude don't even get me started on that that makes me so mad so they're all just like looking at me kind of like the jaws like open like oh like whoa <laughs> he said we're fast yeah he's talking very fast <laughs> he said we're fast they rhyme uh and I'm getting reaction, but not, like, the reaction I'd get, like, at a normal hip-hop crowd show. Uh, but whatever, I don't care. So, like, it'd be really funny because a, a song would end, and they would just kind of, like, squint for a second to, like, really understand, like, oh, is that the end of the song? Did the song end? I don't understand how this works. And so then the clap would start, and just the woo, you know, like, yeah! And I'm like, and I'd just go, you don't have to clap. I don't care. You don't have to treat me like that, though. Oh, you don't have to clap. I don't care. I'm like... You can let it be awkward. I don't give a shit. It's more funnier this way. Um, this makes me laugh. Right. Should have started doing stand-up comedian. I did some stand-up. Joey did, did a bunch, too. Um, we get I get done. Uh, the sound guy. I got mic feedback almost the entire time. I don't know if you know what that means. I don't. I, don't. I want you to know that. Okay, so... I was like, hopefully you explain it, because I... Mic feedback, you know how, like, sometimes... Where the microphone is like, if you put a microphone straight up to a speaker that is hooked oh, to yeah, it, it'll go, yeah, yeah. Dude, one, like I told you, I didn't have a lot of room. Yeah, 16 by 16. So I didn't have a lot of room to move around. So I literally wasn't, it's not like I was like hauling ass to one side of the edge and being like, what up? And then hauling ass to the other side and being like, what up? You know, like I'm barely moving. Little, little Carlton dancing. Yeah, I'm hitting like got. little fucking, I'm hitting the Dougie like the entire time pretty much. And that's Two all I can dude. literally do. And, uh, I would get, like, feed, feedback. And, dude, like, I'm, I'll try to find you some of the footage afterwards. But, like, I would turn and look at that sound guy with just, like, the I'm going to beat the fuck out of you look. Please. And he would quickly, like, do something, like, to, like, move. Because I was just like. Sound man, hell yeah. You can't run one microphone, one live microphone? That was weird. It mainly just made me mad because I know that they paid him, like, decent money to be there. And I was like, huh. Anyways, no one complained about it, so I don't think anybody else noticed. Because, like like I said, they've never been to a hip-hop show. So they don't even understand, like, what they're watching or what the noises are to begin with. Uh, so they probably didn't notice the feedback thing, but I noticed that because I'm a perfectionist and I like music. And I've been going to music and doing music for, like, decades. So, was weird. Whatever. I get done. Joey goes. He kills it because he's a great singer. Uh, the Amber Page girl, she goes, oh, I forgot to tell you the worst part. So the Remember in January band, right? They're apparently this Chatsworth band. Oh. Who was at one point really well known in Chatsworth. That's great. I don't care, but that's great. Um, it's and we, for a Chatsworth show. 
And we met them, and like we were like, oh, okay, these guys. And they were like, they were like, oh yeah, it's gonna be fucking killer. We're gonna pack this place to the brim, you know, like we're gonna fucking. I was like, cool, you know, like that's awesome. Uh, and they like go into the back to like where the uh, dressing room, locker room would be, I guess. Um, however, you know how to say that, whether it's wrestling or music. So they're back there, and uh, they just don't ever come back out. Like they don't watch what? my set. They don't watch Joey's set. And they don't watch Amber Page's set, from what I know. And but they the, do come back, right? Like yeah, but that's like that's like taboo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't not like unless you're like world famous. Like, oh my god, like I'm the greatest. Like if I was playing a show with an with a J Cole or a Drake or an Eminem or something like that, like someone that's like well traveled, and they were like, I'm not watching your set. Yeah, sure. Okay, thank that's you cool. for letting me be here, sir. But I hey, like it. when we're all on the same level. Yeah. You go watch their set, and you, like, uh, one, you, like, obviously, like, encourage and cheer on and, like, uh, support. But also, you might fucking learn something, because we're all on the same level. You know what I mean? And uh, I noticed they weren't watching my set, which, like, I was like, whatever, you know, maybe, they, maybe they're working on their stuff, you know, maybe they're mm-hmm. practicing. So after my set, I go back there. No, they're just having, they're just all getting drunk as fuck. Back there, like having a little party, and they kept doing this thing where, like, the people that were coming in to specifically see them, they would come out and get them from the crowd and bring them to the back to hang out with them. And so those people weren't even watching the sets, which is like, oh, so they're not an actual band; they're just dumbasses. They're just assholes. That's what it sounds like. Super taboo. It's just getting paid to hang out with your friends. So when they come out to do their set, what do me and Joey do? Get the fuck out of there. Peace. We're out because fuck those guys. Uh, I don't care. Like, they were nice to us when we met them at the beginning, but that's some shitty shit right there. Like, I would not ever do that to anyone. I watch every set uh, of every music show. I watch almost every match at every wrestling show I'm on. The only time I'm not watching a match of a wrestling show I'm on is if I'm, like, on deck and I have to, like, call my match or something like that. Like, I love to watch that stuff because, one, it's nice, too. Yeah. Supported three, you'll probably fucking learn something. Anyways, and what if like you know Joey did like a a, a cover of their song that <laughs> yeah. that they were also covering, yeah. And then they were just like, "You ready for the second version of Freebird, baby?" Yeah. Uh, and they're just like, "No." <laughs> makes me want to die, dude. Joey does this, so he always does the same Taylor Swift cover every time, right? Uh, and he's done this like since the nineties. He does the same Taylor Swift cover, and he always does this great open where he'll say. He goes, hey, this is the part of the show where I start taking requests, right? And everybody just starts blurting out what they want to hear. And you'll hear, like, some free birds, some, like, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And he'll go, did someone say Taylor Swift? Even though, like, no one ever <laughs> says Taylor Swift. Like, no one in the entire room says Taylor Swift. He goes, he goes, got it, Taylor Swift. And so then he'll just start going to the song, and it's like, it works every time. Because, like, everybody just looks really confused at first. Like, wait a minute, no one said Taylor Who Swift. Said Taylor <laughs> Which one of you assholes said Taylor Swift? Uh, that was funny. Um, so we end that show, it's all love, peace, and Afro Greece at the end of it, that yay, we're all having a good time, we go home. Uh, if I had to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, 7. How's it feeling, 7? 7. Um, it's called Gaza Stock, it is very important to a good friend of mine, and so it's very important to me. And I was, I got to be the first ever act on a Gaza stock because it's the first ever Gaza stock and I was the first ever act on it. So when it blows up and it's like this world famous like festival, just know that I was number one. You created it, dude. Smitty, Werbin, Manchester, Heiser, whatever his name is. You created Gaza stock, dude. That's right, dude. Um, 
and I had fun. We had fun. We go home because I have to wrestle the next day. Yeah. In something called the U Pick Tournament. Oh it's yeah. Eight people in a wrestling tournament, and they're going to do a shoot, one hundred percent shoot raffle, where like the fans just draw the names, and those two people have to wrestle right then and there, and cannot talk to each other. They can't like prep anything. Nothing. Now I don't know what you're thinking. Wow, that's stupid. Sounds terrible. Right, because it is dumb, and I hate it. But I figured, here's what will happen. I'll either have a lot of fun and laugh the whole time, or I'll get mad and beat somebody up. Beat the shit out of So I said, sign me up, brother. But either way, I'm having a good time. So we go to the uh, RCW, Renegade Championship Wrestling, and we're in the locker room. And the first four matches are the beginning of the U-Pick tournament, and then the main event is the finals, which is a fatal four-way elimination style. Uh, and I say, okay. I'm like, well, let's do it then. So we get out there. Um, we're going to do this effing, sh- I guess. My boy, um, Joey's with me. He manages me at that uh, RCW, and that's exciting. And so when Joey's there... I'm usually like usually in a good mood because we're just goofing around in the locker room. We actually showed up a little earlier and did the training. Oh, uh, that's dope. And hung out with the trainees and stuff, and I like showed them some things. Not a lot, though. Fucking Richard Aislinger was there. New Japan traveled. Uh, you know, like this old, old gentleman that just like probably knows more about wrestling than I'll ever learn, or he's forgotten more than I'll ever learn, one of the two. Um, and just like... Not utilized. It's crazy that people don't utilize this guy. Because no, I guess nobody knows who he is, which is a shame. Two, like, he's not a boaster. Mm-mm. Like, he will go there, and unless somebody asks him how to do something or to show him something or anything about wrestling, he'll just sit there and just watch. And he used to come to TWE back in the day, TWE Chattanooga, when I ran the training there. And I would have so much fun training with him because he knows so many little things that I never learned. And I learned so many things from him, and he's just, like, so naturally good, even at his, uh, you know, like, fragile age he's at now. Like, because he's an older dude. Yeah. Um, his son is training. Mm, where? Yep. So, we're there, and, like, I remember his son from when he was, like, super young. Because yep. he used to come to TWE and hang out as a kiddo. And we'll be there training. We're having a good time. Uh, he got, I got him to get in the ring and do some stuff. That was cool. Uh we did a lot of submission stuff. We did. We worked on this one kid's like comeback. We're having a good time, uh, and everybody there, like the trainee kids and like the people that were there, were all so nice and just very like appreciative of me being there. Which doesn't matter. Me being there doesn't change anything. But it is nice to be feel welcome oh, sure. and know that people like actually want you to be there. So we do the show. You pick tournament. We're at the tournament. We're at the the curtain because you really don't know if your match is going to be next. There's no like I know that I'm saying this. And the people listening to this will be like, oh, well, I know how pro wrestling works. That's all kayfabe. They definitely, like, had it all planned out and stuff like that. No. I'm being serious. These assholes didn't tell anybody. And they're doing the stupid, like, actually doing it on the fly, like, letting the fans pick. And we just have to wing it and hope that you fucking know what you're doing enough to actually have a match. And, uh... Which I can, but, like, fuck, some people really cannot do that kind of stuff. So, anyways, we're out there. We're going to have 
the first match is like these two guys they and like it literally is like they pull their name they call it that guy comes out and then they pull the second name they call it and that guy comes out so that means you're in the ring for a second not even knowing who you're going to wrestle next uh which is fascinating so then um third match is when my name is drawn they draw a torque's name he comes out they end up drawing my name I come out. I've never wrestled Torque in my life. We just now, even though I've known him for like probably 16 years, because that's how long I've been wrestling. I feel like I met him like right off the rip almost. Because he's one. I used to pay and watch him when I was young. Like I'd pay to, for the local shows, which was RCW, and I would sit in the crowd and Torque was there. That's dope. And so it's the first time we ever wrestled. So that's cool. You know, like what an exciting time. So we're wrestling, and uh, but we're not calling it. So that makes it a little bit weirder for someone you've never wrestled with, someone that you're not like super good friends with, because we just now really became friends, even though like I've known each other for that long. Uh, and I'm like, cool, let's do this thing. So we lock up, you know, and I'm we're just you know talking, having a good time, working it out and stuff. And uh. I shit you not, like, this is all, like, I'm telling you this as a shoot, like, I'm telling you and them as this as a shoot, so, I really don't, I don't know what we're going to do, I just tell him, I'm like, I'm like, hey, you're going to have to put the heat on me, because I'm going over, because he didn't know who's, he he locks up with me, he goes, who's going over, and I just go, I am, you know, bitch, <laughs> that's it, like, that's how he learned who was going over, and then, like, I was like, you're going to put the heat on me, so I get him to start putting the heat on me, you know, and, like, it's almost my comeback time, like, because I'm feeling it, I'm like, cool, I can probably get some stuff going now. And I, like, I grab him, and I'm like, hey, I'm like, do you know John Cena's comeback? He's like, the shoulder tackle thing? I said, yeah. I was like, I'm doing that. <laughs> Fires me up, bro. He said, okay. So I fucking give him the jawbreaker. And he fucking throws a line, I duck it, two shoulder tackles, he throws a line, fucking spin through, boom, you can't see me, five knuckle shuffle, boom, I stand up, I put the fucking like 3D, whatever it is that John Cena did in the air, I hold that up, and he starts feeding up, and I'm just gonna give him a fucking attitude adjustment. <laughs> and he looked at me, and I picked him up, and he goes, he goes, so we're doing this? And I go, yeah. and I fucking give him a big attitude adjustment, boom, one, two, I did not tell him to kick out. I just wanted to see if he would. He kicks out at like two and a half, and I was like, hell yeah, we about to have WrestleMania, this bitch. So I was fired up then, right? So he kicks out of the attitude, just, I'm like, oh shit, you know, kicks out of the attitude, just, and I'm like, selling it real big. And the crowd's going ape shit. Like, yeah, I don't want to share that. I get in the corner, I start tuning up the band. He's speeding up, I say, catch this. He fucking catches it, right? He spins me. He hits me with the double birds. He kicks me in the gut. He hooks me in a stunner. He says, push me off. I push him off. He turns around. I hook him for a rock bottom. He starts fucking giving me the elbows, right? Elbows, 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 elbows. He elbows me off. I turn around. Stone cold stutter. Boom. I hit this like cool like turn with it. Goose. One, two. I fucking kick out of that. <laughs> two and a half. The people are going fucking ballistic, bro. And like, I know those moves. They start chanting like so loud at the end of that. Like, that was like really funny because the Stone Cold Stunner like hooked him like they were so sure that was the end. Uh, he picks me up and he's like rocking me on the ropes. He shoots me reverse. I give him the spine buster. I pop up. People's elbow, baby. I hit the ropes. People's elbow. <laughs> Boom. One, two. He fucking kicks out. I'm like, oh god. He fucking kicked out. I call for the tombstone power driver. I pick him up for the tombstone. He wiggles down my back. He pushes me off. He gives me the Luthes press that Stone Cold does. Goosh, goosh, goosh. He hits the rope. 
a stone cold fucking elbow drop. Boom. He pins me on that. One, two, I fucking kick. And he looked at me and he goes, he goes, what are you going to use as a finisher? I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'll do the pedigree. He goes, okay. So he stands up and he's waiting for me to get up. I turn around. He gives me the double birds again. He kicks me, hooks me for the stunner. I push him right off. He turns around. I hit him with the suck it pedigree. Boom. One, two, three, dude. Explode. I bet crowd went crazy. Yeah, it went crazy. What a good time, right? Uh, all on the fly. I'm not even joking. All on the fly. How cool. Never wrestled. Did all that on the fly. We come back. We're laughing. We're cutting up. We're having a good time. We had such a fun time. And uh, I don't know. It just makes me happy. That's the stuff about wrestling I really enjoy. So we get done with that. We go. Uh, the Fatal 4 ways like, figured out by now. Because, like, the next match has already happened. And, uh... So I know who's in it. It's me, Tiger Kid, this guy named Trinity, and Johnny Viper. And so uh, it's going to come down to me and Johnny Viper, right? So I call, you know I call the chicken fight right off the rip. Right off the rip. Because you got to do chicken fight. Uh, Tiger Kid's very uh, not happy about this. For sure. Uh, And so we do the chicken fight. Uh... He rolls me up out of it. We do a couple of things out of that, whatever. So then I get posted, right? Ooh, I eat fucking posts. And I'm on the ground just selling, right? Well, I thought, like, the rest was going to flow a lot faster than what's happening, but it's not. They're, like, doing a full heat on Tiger Kid, Trinity and Johnny Viper. So, like, I'm kind of at the point where I probably should get back up, and I knew it. No, I mean, you just got to hang out. So, I, like, I started getting back up, and I'm just sitting there on the ground. And, like, people are, like, you know, because people are not dumb. They're going to notice that. So this lady looks at me. She's like... Well, get in there. You know, get in there. And I look at her and I go, listen here, lady. I said, this is an elimination match. So if I stay out here and pretend to be hurt, I'm at least going to make it to the final two. She goes, oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I said, great. And then I pretended to be knocked out. I went, I went, you know, like, dude, like everybody, everybody in that little circle just started laughing so hard. Bush up, dude. You gotta and I kept like I kept doing the thing where like I'm like laying there with my eyes closed and I would like peek real hard like where everybody can see it. I'd go ooh like I like pretend. Oh, I'm still hurt. <laughs> I'm still dead. So, uh, well, anyways, while I'm laying there, people keep walking up like little kids. Uh, keep walking up and handing me glow sticks like little glow sticks. I'm fired up. I don't know where they got them. I guess they sell them at the merch table or something like that where the concessions. Keep handing me little baby glow sticks, right? And so now I've got this handful of tin glow sticks. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what am I going to do? Why, one, why did they start handing me? You did the second earlier, and they know DX does the glow sticks. So anyways, I cram these tin glow sticks down in my, my right knee pad, right? Because I'm like, i got to figure out something to do with these because people gave them to me. This is all like on the fly. Nobody else knows I have these glow sticks. So anyways, Trinity gets eliminated. Tiger Kid gets eliminated. It's just me and Johnny Viper. I come in. He starts putting the boots in me. He's giving me the heat skis, you know. I'm taking heat. But I've still got 10 glow sticks in my knee pad. And I'm talking about, like, they kept trying to come out. So I, I'd have to take a move and then fucking jam the glow stick back in my knee pad. Dude, so, like, <laughs> probably looks so funny if you were watching it. Like, if someone was smart to wrestle watch it. Because it would be like, he drops me on my neck. And I'd just immediately pop up start cramping. Glow. I'm like, Whoa. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my neck. Money, money, money. Yeah, I'm an idiot. So, anyways. Comeback time. He's going to miss a splash out of the corner. I'm pulling myself up in the corner. He comes running. I throw the glow sticks in his face like, yo, distraction. And he, like, <laughs> hits the fucking corner so hard. <laughs> and, dude, it's like WrestleMania pop because I used the glow sticks. So here it comes, And so he just got smacked in the face with two glow sticks and ate the fucking post. And I didn't tell Johnny Bopper about this. So, like, he's probably, like, really confused when I hit him with a fucking handful of glow sticks. 
Uh, we did some cool stuff at the end where, like, I do my full comeback all the way to the rock bottom double stomp. Ooh, I fucking hook the German. He doesn't take it. He switches it. I roll him off. I come charge on him. He guillotines me. Shoot. I, but I've got him, like, he's got me waist like guillotine where he's wrapped around me. Okay. So I fucking hook him. I fucking brain buster him out of it. Goose, it's fucking fire. One, two, he fucking kicks. I call for the one last breath. He flips behind me. Oh, shit, he pushes me off. Uh, no, no, he grabs me by the waist, and I do this thing where I try to back elbow him, but he ducks it, and he gives me the Gary Bomb, which is like a back suplex yes. into a rock bottom. Boom. It's not really called the Gary Bomb, but that's what my friend Gary called it in the back of wrestling, so I call it the Gary Bomb. Anyways, hits me that. Boom, the Brad's, Brad Andrews. Anyways, Super bomb, yeah. one, two, if I can kick out of that. He's frustrated. We do yay boo, yay boo, yay boo. I fucking fire up on him. He fires on me. I fire up on him. He um, breaks it with a kick. He hits the ropes. I super kick him. He fucking does the big uh, strong style scream, runs at me. I super kick him. And then I'm like, ball game. I fucking hit the home run and run at him. He gives me the pay dirt, Ooh. like the flatliner, and I fucking spike the dog shit. <laughs> like, and my neck hurts so bad because I spiked that for Had real. to. Didn't want to. Had to. Yeah. Ooh, she pins me. One, two. I fucking kick out. <laughs> We're both laying there. And I'm talking about, this is over like Rover. They're going crazy. And he's like pulling himself in the corner because he does the edge spears, the finisher. And he's like, get up, yes, I have a bitch. Get up. He comes running. I do the sunset flip over him, spin through into the world's worst sharpshooter. Have to. I'd say right now, no, I'm not saying because the sharpshooter sucks. I'm saying I did the world's worst sharpshooter. Oh, shoot. Like, as soon as I hooked it, I hooked it backwards. I started laughing so hard. And it's like one of those things where it's like too late, so you got to commit. And dude, Joey's Joey's like a big Bret Hart guy, so he's just looking at me shaking his head. And I was like, I'm just looking at him. I'm like, it counts, baby. (laughs) If he taps, it wins. So it's like, tap, tap, tap. And he taps. And I'm the new number one contender for the RCW Championship. That is fantastic. Yes, sir. Uh, then I win. The crowd goes ape shit. I'm like chilling. That's cool, man. Do your thing. And uh, it's just a good time. We have a good time. I really like wrestling there. And I I guess not the next show. June 3rd is the next show. I'm not wrestling Jake Murphy there, but I have a number one contendership to face Jake Murphy for the RCW Championship, and that's super exciting, and I'm really pumped about it. And so that's my weekend recap of 30 minutes of me just blasting you with the most random, unnecessary amount of what I did over the weekend. I know, kind of selfish. I'm sorry. But we'll take a short pause for the cause uh, where I take a break. Uh, if ad plays, Jay, if it doesn't, whatever, and then I'll come back. Love you guys. That's going to be the name of the episode. Dude, 42.69 second piss, dude. That's a long piss. I was out there. That's My boy uh, Adrian Ackle just peed for 42.69 seconds. Like a man. I was dying, dude. Bob. I was like, I was, I was listening to this match and I was like thinking about taking the moves. I was like, I pissed myself there. I oh, dude. Myself. I forgot to mention, before the first match, I had to poop so bad. Dude, that's the worst. Every time I wrestle, dude, it's like I have to pee 55 times. Yeah, and I knew I had to poop. And I was like, oh, no, because there's no bathroom back there. There's only a bathroom in the front. Oh, so I've like, been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't go yet because I might be going on because like, it's all shoot raffle. Like, <laughs> There's no way to determine like when I'm about to wrestle or not. It's supposed to open the door. I can't hold on. <laughs> dude, like, I had to go so bad. And I... Uh, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And that whole first match, like, 
I'm so surprised that I didn't just... Just struggling, dude. You're just, you're just touching cotton right there. Yes, sir. It was wild. Uh, that's probably too personal. Hey, we're back, by the way. Uh, oh, anyway, so... After I win, Jake Murphy comes out with his uh, girlfriend slash manager, Kat Vaughn something. Some kind Kat of... Kat Vaughn dog, dude. No, I want to say it's Frankenstein, but I feel like I'm making that up. Surely her name's not Kat Von Dracula. Dude, it's Kat Von Dracula. Kat Von Dracula comes out with Jake Murphy, and they cut a little mic spill on me about, like, oh, Chris, you're the champion. You're not going to beat us, yada, yada, yada. And so I cut a little mic spill back. They're giving them the, oh, like, we're going to beat you. You're definitely going to lose. And I was like, and I've got the perfect equalizer because I've got Joey. And then Joey takes the mic and he goes, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm Native American. <laughs> and people are just like, you know, like, what? And he goes, and I'm from the Smackaho tribe. <laughs> 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 and of course, everybody laughs about that. You know, they, they look all offended and they walk off. They go to the back and he hands me the microphone back and I go, and because you know me, when I'm on the microphone, it's just me. Like it's literally me talking. It's not like me playing a character of me. Yeah. It's just me talking real. And so they walk to the back. They go to the curtain. I go, "Good, they're gone. Fuck them!" Like so <laughs> loud. <laughs> and Tyler, the guy that runs the show, he's like at ringside. He's here. Go, no. <laughs> Don't get to say that. <laughs> dude, everybody, everybody in the building laughed so hard. Like, no one complained about it, luckily. I really don't try to curse like that. That's just for real, 100% how I talk. Um, and I just can't help it. Uh, and so, like, it stresses me out sometimes, and I don't really know what to do about it, but it's just part of it. So I hit him with the big fuck. Him. Everybody laughed so hard. I, I immediately, on the microphone, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Said, oh, dude. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it's just how I be talking, you know. It's so uh, super funny, super good time. Uh, so June third, I will be back there, and I don't know when the title match is, but when I figure that out, I'll have it on here. Uh, let's see here. We haven't done. Did we do a podcast last week? We didn't. We went to SmackDown. Yeah, dude, we had a great time at SmackDown. Yeah, on Friday we went to SmackDown. That was cool. Uh, you know, like watch a little smack, a little down, move seats like 15 times. Somehow still me and Adrian Ackle did not go together, but constantly saw each other. Cause every time we'd move seats, we were right next to each other again. So we got to hang out the whole time. Chauncey got a really good booking at, uh, at Boaz, Alabama, but Jack, Boaz, Alabama. Jack Lord called him on the phone, you know, like that was cool. Uh, who knows when that date is. Uh, but you gotta, what time do you gotta be there? 3.35 p.m. 3.35. Sharp. Sharp. Sharp, dude. <laughs> dude, I laughed so. Those calls, my friend, the man I was driving with got a speeding ticket because he was laughing so hard. <laughs> we weren't even paying attention. Oh, what a uh, time, dude. dude, that was great. Oh, Bo ass hell, man, he runs it every Saturday, 1972. He trained Al Snow. <laughs> I said, and you're proud of that? <laughs> Whoa, come on, dude. Everybody wants that. All right, so um, we'll break away from wrestling. We'll break away from music. Uh, I have, like, deep-dived into King the Conqueror. Okay, all right. Do you, do you know about King the Conqueror? I know things. I know some things, dude. Do you know where he, like, debuted at, like, in the comic book? Oh, in Marvel, dude, I know. No, no, no. Like, Do you know where he debuted? No. So he debuted actually as a Fantastic Four villain, which I didn't know that. 
I knew who King the Conqueror was. I knew what his power was, but I didn't know that he debuted there as an original. Like, and I can't remember the years, so like I'll paraphrase all the stuff I learned. But I deep dived it. He debuts in Fantastic Four as a Egyptian guy named Kama Tut or something like that. And so, do you remember at the end of Ant Man? Yeah. Is it Ant Man? Yes. Where like there's all the different uh, King the Conquerors, or was that the end of Guardians? That's the end. That's the end of Ant Man. End, end of Ant Man. There's the the King Tribal or whatever, like the big stadium full of Kings, but there's three main ones, and one of them's Egyptian. Guess yeah. what, dude? That's Kamatut. Like the actual Kamatut? It's gonna it's, have to be. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then uh, there's another one called Scarlet Something. Is he going to be in Moon Knight? I feel like he should be in Moon Knight if he's a king. Uh, apparently that exists. Like, Moon Knight actually referenced apparently in Moon Knight. So i got to go back and watch Moon Knight now because I didn't know that. Dude, but Moon Knight was good. I liked Moon Knight. Moon Knight is good, but I didn't know he referenced Common Tut and that uh, that's King of the Conqueror. Like, I didn't pay attention to that stuff because I didn't know all this about King of the Conqueror. So, and then the other two King of the Conquerors, while he, they're walking and they find out that the OG King is dead, or whatever. The, the true King, the Conqueror. Right. Uh, apparently those Kings are also referenced. One's called Scarlet Something. The other one is a different name. Is uh, that the snake one? Yeah, the one that looks like he's wearing the weird skin. Uh, so, like, that's interesting, dude. So, like, they're actually, like, in, like, that actual, like, uh, scene where there's, like, the stadium full of Kings is actually from the comic book. Like, I saw the panel and everything. And so this is all, like, what obviously, like, I'm sure it's not verbatim or canon as fuck but it's obviously taken a lot of influence yeah, yeah. I'm kind of upset that it probably won't be the same actor no no he'll be, he will he got cleared of all that stuff oh did he yeah yeah all okay. that stuff that lady was like no I was just being dumb and I was like hey. oh well, good cause he's awesome yeah he's and he's blowing up right now but he's also like what's weird is these actors get their breaks at like 45 yeah but this is like a good role for him he did this role so well I liked him in Creed the new Creed movie too his delivery is really good, which makes me really happy. So, after deep diving, I'm like, oh, fuck. So, like, a lot of what I learned um, about Kang is, like, it does have, like, a lot of Fantastic Four influence and reference. So, I'm like, oh, shit. So, in the new Fantastic Four movie that they're about to make, is the villain going to be Common Tut? It would only make sense. And it would connect the, the... I don't know what I'm trying to say. Connect the... Multiverse? The, yeah, I guess like the Marvel Universe or whatever it is. Is it going to connect? I think that would be cool. But is that going to happen? Because, man, have we been done dirty with the Mar- with the Fantastic Four movies for sure. I like the Fantastic Four. I didn't like the new one, to be honest. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying they don't connect to anything. No, 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 no. And they're just like random. But that was before the universe, dude. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, I feel the same way about X-Men. This, that was because of the rights, though. I've always been done dirty by the X-Men as well. Whoa, dude, Days of Future Past, incredible. Yeah, there's some good... Well, no, I'm not going to stop there. There's not a good X-Men movie, but... I just told you one. There's some good stuff in the X-Men movies. Well, dude, Days of Future Past and Logan are two great X-Men movies. I guess. And so that's interesting. Um, so maybe like all that stuff will actually exist and connect soon. I don't think so, but it would be cool. Uh, I also deep deep dive Flashpoint. Oh, that's really... gonna be good. I love Flashpoint paradox. Um, I deep dived it because I remember, like, obviously in Justice League, like it's got some stuff in it to like reference to it. But then this, like, uh, actually, like deep diving it, like 
Um, just reading from what I've read, I think that, uh, God, what is Batman's mom's name? Martha, Martha, dude. Martha Wayne. Martha. I think that's the best, the best Batman and Joker. Oh, Bruce, Bruce's dad? Yeah, where it's Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne. Yeah. And Martha Wayne's the Joker. That makes the most sense. That's so good. I don't think we'll get that in the movie, though. I don't think so either, but I was just like, as I was reading through it, like, I, I've been, like, reading it and just, like, obviously, like, speed reading it now to, like, try to just, like, refresh and catch up and, like, relearn things because I'm trying to pay more attention to that stuff. I've always been, like, a big, like, manga and anime guy, and I'm trying to get more into American comics than I used to be. I've always been kind of big on it, but not, like, so delved as I am now. And, man, like, that shit is cool. Yeah, I'm like, this that- is way better. That's probably the best story of why the Batman won't kill the Joker is because it's his wife, dude. Yeah, that's so And he just so realizes good. she's crazy because she watched her son die right yeah, in front of her. That's awesome. Also in Flashpoint, like, Wonder Woman and Aquaman hate each other and they fight. But I'm they also, bang, too. Yeah, I'm also at the same time watching all of Justice League Unlimited. I think I already Oh, you're on that. the animated one, dude. It's so good. I'm on both, dude. I'm doing everything. Like, I'm reading, I'm watching, I'm watching... At night, I'm watching Justice League Unlimited, the cartoon. So good. Uh, I fell back in love with the question. He's so cool. He's pretty cool. Yeah, such a cool character. He just fucking wants to know everything. Such a relatable character. So, uh, what I'm telling you is that I have deep-dived into being the biggest fucking loser on the planet because... Well, dude, you're just going to be heartbroken when this real Flashpoint Paradox movie comes out. I know, that's the worst part. That's probably why I need to not stop reading and looking into it so much so I don't get... So beat up about it. Also, in Flashpoint Paradox, does Superman not exist? No, he does. He just got caught um, by the government and set in Kansas. So he's just in this little, like, little locked-up room. Was oh, he in like, a chamber or something like that? Yeah, so it's like a red, basically a red sunroom. Okay, because I've been reading a lot of it, and I haven't seen any Superman or reference mm-hmm. or anything like that. I'm like, huh. But like I said, I've been skim-reading it, so like I skip. I'm just reading like the important stuff. Like I'm skipping. Like If it looks like filler, I just skip right past it to keep going. You know what I mean? I know what I'm going to say. You're going to hate this. Okay. But there's a part of Smallville where they talk about like different. I know. I hate it. I hate that you hate it. Where they go into a different universe like this, and Lex Luthor's dad actually gets Superman, and Superman is like, like Lex Luthor. He's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. And, and, see, it is, and Lex Luthor's the hero. Yeah, I remember this. And it is so good. Yeah, I remember that from Smallville. That's like actually one of the things from Smallville I liked. I was like, I was like, this. Well, there's a lot of good stuff, but yeah, well, there's a lot of bad stuff, but there's a lot of good stuff too. Yeah. But that was really super cool that I liked, like seeing that like alternate Superman yeah. if he was raised differently. Yeah. Because it's nature, it's nurture over nature, you know. Yes, sir. So, I've just been putting a lot of time there, uh, which is not good because I probably need to be watching more wrestling. But uh, I randomly watched like an old. Pro- I watched Progress Fifty Five. Where the main event is Pete Dunne as the champion. Okay. This is before he was signed, I think. Um, Pete Dunne as the progress champion, and he, and he defends against Travis Banks. Uh, the opening match is British Strong Style, which is Tyler Bates and Trent Seven versus CCK. Probably a great match. That's yeah. probably a fantastic match. Yeah, it bangs. Um, there's like the Zack Sabre Jr. Open Challenge match where Marty Skrull answers the challenge. And that's just like such a... Interesting era of wrestling. Um, obviously, like, the Marty Skrull thing, I'm not going to talk on that because I don't know everything about it, slash I know he's, like, obviously frowned upon now. But um, just that era 
Um, all those people were just on fire, like hitting. Everything was great. Uh, I don't know. It's just crazy uh, how all that stuff works. And I just, uh, I don't know. I think that uh, wrestling needs to go back to that. I don't know. But uh, I'm going to take another quick pause real quick. I know this was fast. I mean, just mumbling, basically, and rambling. But I just have to get my nerdy comic book stuff off my chest, and I'll talk to you guys here in a second. Okay, I'm back again. I'll be honest. That past 15 minutes that I just did, probably not my best. I was a little distracted from work. Um, I'm probably just going to leave it in here because I do talk about comic books and I enjoy that kind of stuff, but not my best. But I'll tell you what, another thing I'm going to be doing, I'm working on this project with, uh, some, with a close friend and some new friends I made, uh, where we're actually doing a, um, it's called EZD6. Um, it's a form of Dungeons and Dragons. It's like a, a campaign game where, uh, you know, like, you make your own characters, you go in, like, a story and stuff like that. So I'm working on that, uh, and it's actually probably going to be streamed and podcasted. So just say in the loop about that. I'm really excited about it. It's pretty cool because it's, like, a new thing I, I don't really know too much about, and it makes it more of a challenge for me. Uh, I'm real pumped about it. Uh, also, I will. I do have another music show coming up. The date's not announced yet, so I'm not going to put it in here, but just know that I'm going to keep doing that, even though... Uh, it basically kills me every time I do it because I don't know what it is about doing music that is so different from doing wrestling, but I get like the most insane anxiety from that kind of shit, but I love it. So I'm just going to keep doing it anyways. I obviously have a hundred wrestling shows coming up, uh, like June 3rd, I will be back at RCW. And then on June 10th, I'm actually at new South where me and my tag partner, Kevin Ryan, the Akuto death society, uh, have a shot in something called a sinister six match. Where, uh, at the show Win City, we are going to be in the Sinister Six match where six tag teams compete, including us. We're one of the six. Uh, the winner gets to go on and face for the New South Tag Team Championship, which I don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse, but we never lost it. And so I'm kind of mad that we have to have this match to begin with to claim it, but that's just who we are. We're hard workers. So we'll get in there. Uh, we'll probably hit some WWE moves and, uh, beat the dog show to somebody and win. I also, uh, hey Adrian Ackle, did you know that AW Fight Forever, the game? Yeah. Has an announced date and it comes out June 29th. I'm gonna be CM Punk every time and I'm just gonna beat the elite over and over <laughs> and over. <laughs> and so that's interesting. Um, I, I'm not a big wrestling game fan. I know that sound, probably sounds weird to some of you that doesn't know that. I hate wrestling games. I think they suck. They're too realistic for me. I guess it's because I do wrestle, and so I get to play uh, simulated wrestling because I get to do it. Um, but I want to just have fun and do goofy stuff, so I don't get to do that, obviously. So um, I will, I guess, buy this game and play it uh, just because I like to give new things a chance, but I do not have high hopes for it. I hope it's got something in it that I'll enjoy. Hopefully it's just a tad dramatic. Who knows? I don't know what song I was about to see. Yeah, what are you doing? You're doing the... Adrian Ackle does this thing where every time he's going to sing a song, he goes into the Halo theme song. And then if I try to sing the Halo song, I go into the Pirates (laughs) of the Caribbean, and I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, It's really weird. Um, 
and we're working on that too, so we'll keep you updated about that. But quick, super fast podcast. It's probably going to be like an hour. I'm so sorry. I try to do quality over quantity, but it's never actually quality, so you just get a little quantity. You know? A little bit quantity. <laughs> yeah, you get a little quantity, uh, but you get to hear my beautiful voice, you know, my my bass tone, uh, seductive voice, where I like talk to you about my super sexy life that I live. Um, but that's it. And we'll be back. And I'll probably do this again next week. And I'm sorry that it doesn't come out on like a, a scheduled date. I probably should work on that too. Uh, but I mainly just do this to vent, get it out there. And because people always ask me like what I'm up to and what I did and where I'm at, this is a quick Broadway for me to just knock it all out of the park. And so then I can go home and play Rainbow Six Siege in my room with my doors closed. Cause that's what it's all about. Baby. Also, if you do play Rainbow Six Siege, just message me. Just tell me. Tell me you do. We don't even have to play together. I just want to know that you play it and who you play as and who your character is and uh, and what you do when you play. Like, do you play objective? Do you just go for kills? Because then I'll know if I ever want to talk to you again. You know what I mean? It just help me out here. Uh, other than that, there is a new Spanish love songs song. Spanish Love Songs is one of my favorite bands. They have a new song that just came out. It Rules. There's a new Hot Mulligan album that just came out. It Rules. Uh, tons of new music, always. I try to stay in the loop, but you know I listen to that sad, pop-punk, nasally, terrible stuff. And so uh, if you go listen to that and you're like, oh, my God, this sucks, just know I know it sucks, okay? Shut up. That's it, though. We'll sign you off, and... uh Hopefully I'll see you guys soon. Love you, Bob.